Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. This is the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito. Jeff Thaddeau. Thanks for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at ThitHappens. Uh, got a lot to talk about today. Welcome to Buckeye Blitz on FanStream Sports, which is um, powered by DSP Media. So thank you so much for taking the time. It's draft day today, so we're going to talk about that also. So um, the Ohio State Buckeyes will have three first-round picks today. Tonight, there will be three first-round picks. C.J. Stroud, Paris Johnson Jr., Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver. They will all get selected today. There's no doubt about it. Now, C.J. Stroud has been um, uh, under a bit of a – I don't want to – he. it's been interesting what's going on with him because there's been talk about his – S2 cognitive scores maybe dropped him down a little bit. The Texans might not take him at two. Where is he going to go? I don't think he goes below four. I think the Colts will take him at four. Teams that they let him go and pass on him, like the Titans want to move up to get him. Mike Vrabel, former Buckeye, who's got a lot of – he certainly probably has more access to Ohio State than other coaches do. And I'm telling you, C.J. Stroud, to me, is the best pure passer in this draft. That's not just Buckeye fan talking. I'm telling you, he is the best pure passer in this draft. Now, Bryce Young, I get it, a little more mobile. But, dude, he's he's 5'10". And I know he weighed 204 at the Combine. But that's because he put on weight for the Combine only. He did not weigh himself at Alabama's Pro Day. There's no way this guy plays. He weighed 204 at the Combine. There's no way... Bryce Young weighs 204 when the NFL season starts. So, everyone's excited about Bryce Young. Oh, he put on weight. Great. He's not any taller, and he will weigh less than that when the season starts. C.J. Stroud is the safest pick among quarterbacks in this draft. So, anybody the Texas pass on him, big mistake. I think the Colts take him or the Titans trade him to get him. I don't think he goes beyond the fourth, the fourth pick in the draft. I think he goes somewhere in the top four. I'm not a believer in Will Levis, not a believer, you know, in, in, in Anthony Richardson. Just they don't have the they don't have the tape. They do not have the experience that CJ Stroud has. So I think it's a mistake if teams pass on him. But if he goes lower than four, I'd be shocked. All right. So JSN, I think somewhere he's in like the the probably the like the 10 to 20 range. I'd be shocked if he goes later than 20. I'd be shocked if he goes higher than 10. I think somebody will take C, uh, JSN. JSN is probably, I know he only played like 62 snaps last year. I get it. Nonetheless, you've got enough tape on this guy as well. You know what JSN can do. Paris Johnson Jr., if on the Bears, he's there at nine, I take him. There's talk about the Steelers maybe moving up to grab him as well in the draft if they make a trade. That's also a possibility. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr. to me is the first or second best offensive lineman. I understand the Skronsky thing from Northwestern people. Some people like him more. That's fine. I'm telling you, though, Paris Johnson Jr. should not be beyond the second offensive lineman taken. Probably should be the first. I could see the Steelers grabbing him. I love it. I love the fact Steelers love Buckeyes also. So Paris Johnson Jr., if the Steelers trade up to get him, that's great. I understand why people want Skronsky. That's okay. If the Bears want him, that's okay as well. On uh, on Chase Young, which I don't understand. The defensive end, uh, him and also Montez Sweat's uh, defensive end, they're not going to pick up him either. Montez Sweat or 
Chase Young, and I don't understand why they're doing this. I think it's a huge mistake by them to do it. And now there's talk they may trade one or two of them in the NFL draft coming up this weekend. They've been going on first round Thursday, second, third round Friday, rounds four through seven on Saturday. You can get a huge deal. Young would have gotten uh, about $17.5 million if they picked up the fifth-year option. Now, if they say, they said, no, we're not going to do it. If they want to franchise tag him, it'll probably be about $24.7 million when it's all said and done for him coming up in 2024. So, look, I know Chase Young's had some injury issues. He certainly um, has not been on the field for as much as probably they want him to, but it's a mistake for Washington to not pick up the option on either him or grab Montez, one or the other. But I, I think Chase Young still has a lot of great football left ahead of him. So somebody could get a steal from Chase Young on draft night if Washington chooses to move him. Uh, let's talk more football. Michigan right now has surpassed Ohio State, according to 24-7 Sports, on the 2024 recruiting class. Um, they added a couple of guys to their class, and um, that has pushed them ahead of Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Penn State, round out the top five. Michigan added uh, they, they, Jaden Davis, a five-star quarterback, as somebody who they also you know brought into the mix. But when they added uh, most recently tight end Brady Prescorn and defensive lineman Jared, defensive lineman Jared Smith, that pushed them ahead of Ohio State right now. Still more time to go in the 2024 recruiting cycle. But right now, Michigan has the top class, according to 24-7 Sports, Ohio State second again. Georgia, LSU, Penn State round out the top five there. Ohio State's got a couple of transfer moves coming up right now. Caleb Burton, um, who uh, is the number 21 in, in the 2022 recruiting class, he was number 21 receiver, 132 overall. He is heading on, moving on from Ohio State. I get it. I understand it. It's a deep, deep, deep Ohio State receiver room. And if you can't get involved, they've got more guys coming in. I understand why uh, Caleb Burton will move on. He's a very talented wide receiver. He will go somewhere else and do very well. Also, other news from Ohio State, uh, from the Big Ten, I should say. They announced that a couple of Friday night games coming up. Indiana, where they play Indiana State, they're supposed to play on Saturday, September 9th. They're going to play now on Friday night, September 8th. Uh, another one's also um, Nebraska against Illinois. They were going to play October 7th on Saturday. They're now playing October 6th. You will see more of this happen with the Big Ten, with other conferences too, where you're going to have situations where they move games to Friday nights. And I know high school football is Friday night. I get it. But if you're a Nebraska fan, Illinois fan, Indiana fan, you're going to still say, you know what? Yeah, that'd be nice to go to a high school game but I think I'll watch my team play. It will continue to happen. This is the way the world now, college football will take in, especially the Big Ten, will start taking some Friday night games. All right, let's go to basketball talk now. And Ohio State has uh, found out who their opponents are for the Big Ten season. Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Penn State, Rutgers, Wisconsin. All those teams, Ohio State's men, men's basketball team will play them twice, once home, once on the road. Uh, and as far as home only, Ohio State's going to play Illinois, Maryland, and, and Purdue. They will play them only here. And they'll face Iowa, Michigan State, and Northwestern only on the road. So uh, that that was announced this week for Ohio State's Big Ten regular season basketball schedule. Also, Ohio State 
We know they're playing West Virginia December 30th up at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland in a neutral site game. They're also doing a home-and-home with Texas A&M this year in Columbus. Next year, they're going to play College Station, but Ohio State getting a home-and-home with A&M. A&M made the Big Ten tournament – I'm sorry, the NCAA tournament this season. Got beaten the first round um, by uh, Penn State. But Ohio State, Texas A&M, home-and-home starting this season, November 10th it looks like, in Columbus. And then next year in the uh, 2024-25 season in College Station – against the Aggies. More news from Ohio State. Tanner Holden came to Ohio State with two years left of eligibility from Wright State. Had a great 2022 NCAA, like in the play-in game, played fantastic for Wright State, and then came to Ohio State. His playing time got cut dramatically as the season went on. Um, He played a lot early on, but then not a lot later on. He is now announced he's going to transfer. Not sure where he's going yet. But I kind of expected this one. You'll, you'll probably see another Ohio State player leave as well. I'm not getting into that, who I think it will be. But I do think another Ohio State player will likely move on. Um, also, by the way, Holden's big shot this year was the one against Rutgers that won that game. Eugene Brown the third, who also announced he was transferring. He is now going back down to the state of Georgia, which is where he was from. And um, he is, look, I, I, I love what he does. He's going to Georgia Southern down there. I think he's a great addition for them. But uh, Eugene Brown III also transferring out. Ohio State right now is completely level as far as scholarships go in basketball. And I I don't expect Bronny James to come here. Bryce Sensabaugh, if he goes, that gives Ohio State another scholarship. We'll see what happens there. Uh, more college football news. Ohio, sorry, Texas and Michigan have a home-and-home scheduled in 2024 and 2027. And originally, it was going to be the Wolverines going to Texas in 2024, hosting 2027. Now they flipped that, and uh, this was news that was talked about for a while. Michigan is now going to host Texas in 2024 and play there in 2027. Not a surprise there. It was all about the um, the way it worked with uh, the the scheduling with the SEC, with Texas going over with Oklahoma a year early. Things had to be adjusted. This is one of the things that had to be adjusted. Michigan hosting Texas in football in 2024 on September 7th at Texas at Darrell Royal Stadium on September 11th, 2027. Another thing that was kind of interesting from the SEC. So I have been a big time proponent of like, you know what? Teams rush the field way too much. You should not rush the field as much as you do. And... There's like, you know, oh, we beat a ranked opponent. We're going to rush the field. I don't care if they're ranked 23rd or whatever. We're rushing the field. Well, now the SEC is talking about ways to try to curb rushing the field in college football or rushing the court in college basketball. And one of the things SEC is talking about doing, which is a bit extreme, but I think it certainly will get the attention of the administrators, was taking away home games. For instance, if Tennessee is hosting Alabama, Alabama... Because uh, there's been fines already, and they don't seem to matter. But Alabama wins. Alabama played Tennessee. Tennessee wins. Tennessee rushes the field. The next time Tennessee is playing Alabama, there's talk. The SEC would say, you know what? No. You lose that home game that's going to Tuscaloosa for the Crimson Tide. And so that's a, a very extreme case they're talking about doing. But it is something the SEC is at least discussing. And so I'm curious if that will actually 
come into play or not if the SEC would actually have the balls to do something like that to say, you rush the field, you lose a home game. I don't think that will happen, but I'm glad the SEC is at least discussing it. I think far too many teams, far too many fan bases rush the field. It used to be you beat a top five team in your home stadium, you rush the field. Now it's like, oh, this team right here is 27th. We're going to rush the field. No. Stop rushing the field for meaningless games. You want to rush the field, make it meaningful. That's it for me. I'm Tito, Jeff Fidoff. We'll talk more, more about the NFL draft coming up. And we have a lot more to talk about Ohio State, where they're going to be at in the draft. Follow me on Twitter, at Happens. And thank you so much for tuning in to this uh, Ohio State Buckeyes Daily Blitz. Uh, Fan Street Sports, we have so many great podcasts on this network powered by DSP Media. Make sure you listen, like, subscribe, all those things. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Jeff Fitoff on the Buckeyes Daily Blitz.